Welcome to this week's episode of Queer Goggles. I'm Brian Poth from the Source LGBT Plus Center. So this episode, we're going to be taking a deeper look at our Leadership Academy clinic visits. There are eight participants in our Leadership Academy, and they all go out to local clinics to see what it's like to access reproductive health care for LGBT plus youth. So um, without further ado, let's hear from them exactly how those clinic visits went. Ace just got pulled in when I texted you. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh boy, it's going to take a minute. How did it go? It went well. That person, the two, I had a lady first, like a nurse person. And then an actual doctor came in and told me that I was not pregnant and wondered like what was going on because I had to make up that my period was late. Right. And then wanted to haul late, so I just made up a date, and they're like, oh, it's been two months. I'm like, okay. Now, what about, like, um, did they, uh, on the intake forms, did they ask you any, like, uh, like, pronouns, soji data? No. Nothing? Mm-hmm. Pronouns? Nothing. No preferred name? I just used Max. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, overall, like, if you're going to give it a grade? Uh, a minus to B plus. Really? Yeah. That's good. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, was there anything, like, about it that was felt, like, not great? The weight. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, it was pretty drastic. Yeah. And I saw my old teacher, and I was like, because my old teacher from one of my old schools. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Your teacher was not. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Was in there waiting for one of her kids. Okay. With her kids. And I was like, she has my mom's phone number. I can't let her see me here kind of thing. Like, because my mom doesn't know that I'm doing another clinic. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Okay. So that's like, <laughs> that's the problem with living in a small town. Is yeah. That you're going to see gonna... somebody. Right. Their walls are thin. <laughs> Their walls are so thin. Really? It I is. can hear everything. And oh, the bathroom no. is like gross. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, I don't want to hear them talk shit about me. And the worst part for me was the bathroom because it was like, Covered in pee? There was pee everywhere in the bathroom. Ew. It was so know, gross. Yeah. I go to high school, <laughs> <laughs> How did it go? Blacking it out while we speak? Oh. No, no, no. Was it that bad? <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It's just, like, awkward. Because that's what that is. Yeah. It was, it was fine. They were fine. I don't think... We didn't talk a lot about sexual history, which was weird, I guess. Because you're there for an STI yeah, test, yeah. right? Um, all the lists uh, got real with depression and drugs. That was fun. Yeah, that happened last time with one of our other participants. Real, real with depression and drugs. It's like, why? I don't need to be triggered right now. Yeah. I'm just here to see if I have, like, a really gross sexual disease. Like Did they ask about um, partners or anything? They asked if I, how I identified, and I was like, I'm a bisexual. Oh, good. They asked. Yes. And so did that trigger any other, like, special bisexual questions? No. <laughs> so that was... Ace and Max. They both went to Planned Parenthood to see if they could get their reproductive health screening and they needed to make an appointment. So what ended up happening is that we went to another clinic, uh, Family Healthcare Network, and that's where those visits came in. Max had a fairly positive experience. I think um, he gave them an A-. Ace, however, felt less comfortable and gave them a C minus. 
It was a fun experience to spend the afternoon with them. Certainly uh, learned a lot. What seems to happen is that a lot of these clinics don't ask SOGI data questions, which is sexual orientation, gender identity. There's no place on the form for people to self-identify. So what often happens is uh, someone who does the intake and asks the first set of questions will broach the subject with um, whoever is there for their SDI test. And sometimes there is a little bit of uncomfortability either between the person asking the question or the person who is, you know, telling a stranger how they identify, whether it's their gender identity or sexual orientation. Sometimes just telling that to a stranger is awkward, (laughs) almost as awkward as uh, the way that it came out, but um, our participants overwhelmingly say that if they were asked the question sort of anonymously on a form right up front, that they would feel more comfortable answering it truthfully, uh, honestly. So it's nice to be able to put it on a form so that people can self-identify and not have to deal with maybe some perceived bias of the individual who's asking. Especially when you're living in a very conservative rural environment, there is the perception that people aren't going to be accepting. Whether that's true or not, it would be helpful just to have it on a form. So we spoke with three of our participants at the same time to see how their clinic visits went. Let's hear from Max, Kristen, and Raquel. Hi, I'm Max, and my pronouns are he, him. And how old are you, Max? 17. Hi, I'm Kristen. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm 18 years old. I'm Raquel. I prefer they, them pronouns, and I am 21. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so everybody here did clinic visits, and I was with Max when you did yours. Yes. And that was interesting. It was. Can you talk about, do you remember if they had any, like, gender identifiers, like, on the application that were non-binary, or was it just male-female? At Omni, at Omni, they did have non-binary and transgender as an option, I think. Oh, wow. If I remember correctly. Great. But the other place, no. No. Okay. That was Family Healthcare Network. Right. What about you, Raquel? Was that something that you noticed on the intake forms? Um, Planned Parenthood did not have anything like that. However, the Visalia Healthcare Center, they had male, female, trans, um, female to male, and then trans, male to female, and mm-hmm. then gender, queer, and other. Oh, great. Yeah. That's pretty inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. No non-binary option, though. No. But gender, queer is... Not really the same thing, but kind of close. But I they had other... me around. I'm gender queer. Yeah, so I'm like, like, yeah. That's all I was having. <laughs> well, they, they've worked really hard to do that. Yeah. Um, they actually asked us advice on that, yeah. which is gr- really good. We well, made... I mean, there, there is a other option okay. so to write in. So good. I thought that was trying their best. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Kristen? Did you notice anything about your intake form that, that might not have been as inclusive? Well, I also went to Planned Parenthood and... Like Raquel said, they didn't really have an option for non-binary, but I think there might have been a question about um, if you were the same gender as you were at birth. Mm -hmm. I think there was something like that, but it was like one of the later questions, but it was more so, it wasn't like what you identified as, it was just to ask. 
So give us like, do you identify with the sex assigned at birth? Is it the same or different? Was it that kind of a yeah, question? Yeah, the okay. same or different, yeah. And it was later on? I think so, yeah. So when you got to that question, was it like before you ever saw anybody or after? It was before I saw anyone. Okay, okay. So a lot of people went to Planned Parenthood and couldn't get an appointment, couldn't get in, right? Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't, they needed to either go back and make an appointment or there wasn't, uh, they weren't open like the hours that people wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was that like for you, Max? I think you went for an appointment and couldn't yeah. get in. Okay. So when I went to go in for a walk-in, they wouldn't, they were no walk-ins that day. So they said that all day was booked and I would have to come back in another day to okay. make it that appointment. Not even for, like, the walk-in and that. To make the appointment, I have to come back another day. Oh, they wouldn't even take mm. an appointment from you that Not day. yet. Because no. that's how booked they were for the couple days. Well, it's good they're busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a barrier for you. So, like, with high school students, you can check Time yourself wise. out. Right. Like, what if I you had can't. checked yourself out of school and gone right. on the only day you had to go? And couldn't get in and then had to go, like, would you have gone back? Uh, personally, no, I wouldn't have. Yeah. So you would have figured out another way to get what yeah. you need done. Yes. Right? What about you, Raquel? Um, I felt like I got really lucky because I did do a walk-in at Planned Parenthood and they took me in. Um, Kristen was there the same day. I didn't know that. <laughs> I saw Kristen while walking out and Kristen was telling me about um, her struggles with it. I got there at 2.30 in the afternoon and I left at 3.39 Oh, wow. For a walk-in. In In and out. Wow. Yeah. What did you go for? Um, I went for SDI testing. But, yeah, after hearing what Kristen had to go through with Planned Parenthood, (laughs) (laughs) I felt pretty lucky. (laughs) And so, um, for the SDI testing, did they offer you, was that just, did they also offer you an HIV test? Yes, they did. Did you feel um, comfortable there? Yeah, the the woman that... um, took me back was really nice and really helpful and gave me a bag full of condoms and <laughs> uh, plan B. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Talk to you about it or gave it to you? Just gave it to me. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And then did they talk to you about syphilis at, at all? They did not, no. Okay. So that's interesting, right? Because mm-hmm. if you've had unprotected sex and you think you might be at risk for some other stuff, syphilis is, is something also you can catch, yeah. right? And, um... So that might have been yeah, helpful. helpful to know. Did they talk to you about PrEP at all? They didn't know. Okay. Mm-mm. And then what about your, how do you get your results from them? They said they'd call me, but I haven't had a call back. And they said, um, no news is good news. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> so, famous last words, no yeah. news is good news. I'll never hear from Planned Parenthood again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's what we hear a lot from... People, uh, like our youth that went out last year as well, was that they got this no news is good news thing. And we don't really know if that's like... Accurate. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess no news is good news, but, you know, what if... I don't know. I would like to know. I think I would like to know. We might want to see if there's some sort of policy that we can work on in the future for California, because I feel like you should, you should, if you've gone through the hoops to get your, to go through and get an STI test or a pregnancy test or whatever, you should get your result back. They yeah. should know. I mean, that's, you've got to close the loop a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like if no one ever calls mm-hmm. you, you might have something. Um, what about you, Kristen? What was your experience like? 
I went in after my class ended at like 9 a.m. So I took the bus over to Planned Parenthood. It didn't take that long to get there, but they um, had a sign on the door, no walk-ins. So I um, called in to make an appointment, and luckily they were able to schedule me for that day. But it was during a time where if my schedule was regular that day, I wouldn't have been able to make it. I would have had to go on the um, go the next day. Mm-hmm. But because my class happened to be canceled, I could go. I had to stay around the area for a really long time because I didn't know how long it would take to get, you know, there and back. I wanted to make sure I made this appointment. I didn't want to miss the bus again and then was out there for a couple of hours just walking around going to like smart and final like <laughs> just, the only thing around there <laughs> yeah just trying to find something to do so i finally get there and i had to it took me a long time to fill out the forms because technically my appointment was i believe at one o'clock but they didn't come back until one o'clock so I didn't have time to fill out the forms before my one o'clock appointment Mm -hmm. so and because it was the first time I went in for birth control Mm -hmm. it took like almost 30 minutes for me to fill out the form get everything I needed with family packed and then it was another 15 to 30 minutes before I could actually see someone (laughs) <laughs> so you were there for birth control. Uh-huh. Um, was there anything on the... Um, and there's lots of reasons why you, a person goes in yes. to get on birth control, right? It could yes. be It could be for a number of reasons, not just... Uh, sexual activity. Sexual yes. activity or pregnancy or... So was there any question about, like, my, why you want it or... Yes. Okay, and then did they ask you anything about, like, were you sexually active? On the forms, they okay. had... Almost everything. They asked me um, if I was sexually active. They asked if I was, like, in a healthy relationship. And they had questions. And I thought that was actually really good that they had a lot of questions on what, you know, constitutes as a good and non-abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. So that was really nice to see. And um, they also asked about who you were having sex with, if you were. They didn't really have, like, inclusive gender things but it was just male female both but still at least they had to me a both option right right because that if I were sexually active that would be the option that I would choose so I'm glad that they had it and there was no question before that about how you identified so it wasn't like do you identify as LGBT no they just asked you behavior yes okay was the process easy did you feel comfortable there when you were getting Yes, it was very comfortable at Planned Parenthood for me because when the person would ask me questions regarding um, just the facts and scientific stuff um, regarding pregnancy prevention, and I went over the birth control options, so she told me about everything. She was very honest with me about like um, how long they last and all that kind of stuff. Um, but when it came to like asking me personal questions and about just my life in general, even though it had to do with birth control, she was a lot more sensitive 
when it came to that than just like than when she was just explaining about the birth control. Hmm. So if you were going to give a grade, mm-hmm. you know, like A, B, C, D, <laughs> or no E, but <laughs> e. <laughs> if you were going to give a grade to Planned Parenthood, what, who, what, what, what kind of grade would you give? Hmm. I think I would give like an A minus. <laughs> and if you had a suggestion to make, what would, what would make it an A or an A plus for you? Gender is, even though I identify as a cis female, I think that gender is really important. Also, there were some um, things that she didn't really go over. She basically said, um, I'm not going to discuss about the side effects with you because if that happens, we'll cross that, um, we'll like deal with it if we need to. Okay. But she went over like the basic ones that were very important, but she didn't really talk about like the mental effects of birth control. And I had put that I had depression on the mm-hmm. form and she didn't talk to me about that at all, which is something that you should be concerned about when you're on birth control. Oh wow. Yeah, cuz it can cause intense mood swings and depression. That's good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. I know that there were some questions about depression at Family Healthcare, right? Do you remember what those questions were, Max? Uh, mainly just, like, kind of... They weren't really on point about depression. It was kind of, like, going around it. Like, oh, do you, do you, are you with a family member who's an alcoholic? Or do they smoke around you? Do you smoke? Are you an alcoholic? Um, how long have you had anxiety? Stuff like that, like, small stuff. Mm-hmm. But then it led up to, like, deeper stuff, like, oh, have you been suicidal, kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it kind of, like, got me a little bit, because I was like, okay, this is good stuff to know if you want certain things tested. Yeah. And I think at one point it brought up PTSD, like, a little bit, and, like, with depression and stuff, it, like, it was good. Like, good questions and all that, and I think it could have been, like, more uh, blunt about the questions. Mm-hmm. I know they try to be like, oh, kind of nice about it. Mm-hmm. But if they were more on point or blunt, I think that would have been better. Was some Were some of those questions a little bit, like, maybe triggering for you? Because you're they not were. really there for that. Yeah. But they're bringing that up. It was a bit triggering when they brought the PCSD. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, oh, you have this, okay. And they didn't even, like, say anything about it to me. They didn't bring it up at all in my appointment. And did you answer, like, an affirmative, like, yes, I yeah. have something like that? And they uh, didn't say anything about depression. And I was going in for a pregnancy test, and I let them know they had birth control already. Okay. And they said, oh, you should be fine then. And they bring up depression, suicidal thoughts, PTSD. They didn't bring up Ooh, any of that. They missed the vote a little bit there. Oh, yeah. And you went to another place, Omni Family Health, right? Yeah. And you couldn't... They wouldn't let me make an appointment or anything because the Visalia one did not have the family packed yet, apparently. That's what they told me. And they would say, oh, we need your insurance if you want an appointment today or an appointment at all or just be seen even. And I was like, I don't need my parents to know. I don't want you guys kind of sending the bill because they said they have to bill. And I said, okay, I don't want my parents to know. They said, well, we can't help you then. In the long run, they didn't give me an appointment or anything. They didn't even give me another option of where else to go. I was, okay. like, kind of having... Well, I had anxiety attacks, let them attacks know too. where you can access services with Family Pact, and if they right. can't help you, then they can just say, hey, you know what, a couple blocks down this way, there's Planned Parenthood, maybe you should go there or something. That would have been nice to yeah. know. 
Raquel, if you, so did you go, you did two clinic visits? Yes, I did. Okay, what was the other place that you went? Um, I went to Planned Parenthood and Visalia Healthcare Center off of Daniel Google. There we go. Can I say it again? Yeah. Okay. So I went to Planned Parenthood and then I also went to the Visalia Healthcare Center on Dynamo Boulevard. Okay. Yeah. And and you said that one was pretty inclusive. They had lots of different gender markers. Yeah. So they had, um, for your gender, they... (laughs) They put, do you consider yourself to be um, heterosexual or slash straight, um, lesbian, gay, or homosexual, and bisexual? They also had an unknown category, which was kind of cool. And then a choose not to disclose. So, I love that one. Yeah. Yeah, none of your business. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, that's good to know. Um, how did it go at Visalia, uh, what's it called again? Visalia Healthcare Center? Yes. How did it go there? Um... I didn't care too much for the front staff, nor did I care for the nurse that took me back and took my vitals. Um, uh, why, why, what was the, what was the thing that was going on? They were just not welcoming at all. Like it's, it's the North side. I came from the North side. They were just acting like they were from the North side. <laughs> not, so just not great customer service. No. Didn't make you feel welcome. They acted like they not did not want me there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're just like, oh, another customer. <laughs> and like... It was weird. Huh. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they did have a lot of grammatical errors on their forms, which is weird to me. Um, that's something that I noted because I was just reading them and I'm like, there's a, there's a word missing there. There's something over Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's also good to know. Yeah. Right? That's something you noticed mm-hmm. and probably doesn't really inspire a lot of confidence, right? Yeah. If you're looking at a form that's supposed to be pretty official. Yeah. And it's got spelling mm. errors and mistakes and stuff in it. You're going for health care. Right. How <laughs> oh, good you is the health care to... here? <laughs> Man. That's, that's good to know. Um, and so once you got back, you, uh, if you were giving them a grade, um, what would you have given them? I would have given them a C, to be honest. They wouldn't even see me. Um, the doctor wouldn't see me because they, they only did STI testing by swab. Okay. I wasn't a candidate for swab at the time. Okay. So he would he would not take a urine sample from me. Oh, okay. At all. So all right. that was weird. To and me. so did they say you need to come back? Yeah. Or? They said come back when you're when you can do a swab. And okay. I'm like, okay. It was weird. Huh. and did they give you any anything about safer sex, any pamphlets, any condoms, any anything? Nope. No. So this was not a good experience. No. Okay. Um and and so it was in stark Contrast to your experience with Planned Parenthood. Customer service wise, yeah. yeah. Or not customer, but like patient service. Yeah. I, yeah. I, that's a weird word to say with well, healthcare, just, but. Like, no, I think it is customer service. You like, know? just basic human decency. Like, it was weird. I like their forms better a little bit just because they were trying, but also the grammatical. It was weird. It was just... <laughs> so good for the. Tr- a for effort. A for effort. But um, D for. Execution. (laughs) Execution was bad. Yeah. Um, Okay. And then, you know, like I had mentioned before, and I don't know if we'll get a chance to talk to the the youth that had a problem getting into Planned Parenthood, but that was the biggest barrier there, is that people wanted to go there, but they couldn't find a time that fit with their schedule. Yeah. So... Um, so that's something that we can ask them to, you know, look at, maybe improve. I know that's mm-hmm. hard with staffing and it costs money. To keep Honestly, we could talk about these clinic visits all day long. 
but I want to move on to our Leadership Academy's experience with Equity on the Mall and their impressions of some of our presenters during leadership. We had 12 different sessions, and many of them were inspired by some of the same people. If, if you went to Equity on the Mall, if you could think of one word to describe it, how would you describe it? One word? <laughs> um, hmm. Enlightening. Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, really informational. Like I'm, that's two words. That's really informational. In, <laughs> informational. <laughs> um, yeah, I think about equity a lot. Just um, the different things that people were pushing for and what they wanted. Um, so that's something I think about every day. That experience, if I'm honest. Um, but yeah. That's great. And, and as an LGBT person, you always think about, like, the LGBT community. Because we're here at the Leadership Academy. We're here for that reason. But you forget, like, so many other people had their own concerns. Mm-hmm. And just coming together and realizing, like, we should all work together. And it should be, like, more of a joint thing rather than just trying to do things on your own. Yeah. So. And I love what I love about the San Joaquin Health Fund is that the policy platform for the years is all developed by all these different organizations. And so um, they're looking at things like immigration and water and land use and healthcare. but everybody's community is so diverse and, and a lot of us are so marginalized mm-hmm. that when you finally get us all together, there's so much power um, in that because Water affects everybody. You know, immigration affects everybody. LGBT rights affects everybody. If they start stripping our rights away, who's next, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not just a one, it's not just a one community issue. It's a whole, yeah. it's a whole California yeah. issue. Um, so Raquel, do you... Sam Brinson. Yeah, you want to talk about Sam? Yeah. <laughs> he was... So Sam was pretty rad, right? Yeah, Sam was pretty inspirational, and I really loved Sam. Like, they, they were great. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think about conversion therapy a lot and what Sam had to go through, and it just... it, it Just having that information and knowing that, it, I felt like it was good to open my eyes to that because not a lot of people know that conversion therapy is still a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It was really inspirational to hear him talk about that and or hear them talk about that and their struggles. So yeah, and we're talking about Sam Burton from the Turbo yeah. Project, right? Yep. And I thought it was really cool that he took the time. I mean, we we were meeting at that time. It was dark at, at like five o'clock at night, yeah. right? And and they took um, they took the time to meet with us. Yeah. Um, I think at like ten o'clock DCT time. Yeah. Zoomed in. Um, yeah, it was just really cool. I did. Did they show us, like, high heat? Were they at a party yeah. or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. They had and just they... come home from a party with, like, black <laughs> lipstick, no? Yes. And eyes. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, conversion therapy is illegal in the state of California, mm-hmm. but there's still, you know, I mean, more than half the states where it's still yeah, legal. Yeah, and me, a resident of California, always lived here. Like, I've lived here my whole life. I did not know that it was still a thing places, and that's scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, so having them open my eyes to that was pretty great to just to know that that's still happening and being trying to be supportive of people that have been through that max what what was your if you could think about um maybe your favorite session do you remember okay uh i need this paper 
spoken word with Michael Jasso. Jasso. Hasso. Oh, Hasso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I say Jasso too. <laughs> Everyone who has ever talked to me about him says Jasso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, with him, it was really fun because he gave us certain words to make poetry out of. And uh, the certain words that he gave us for the first one was like sadness and stuff like that mm-hmm. along those lines. And it just really like gave me like, it just really like made me happy that I got to get those emotions out that I was feeling at the time through poetry. And it made me feel better afterwards because I was like, yeah, it hurt at first to say it and all that and speak it. But after the fact of that, I felt way much better. Yeah? Yeah. And then when we did the happy one with the cuss words and the drinking part, <laughs> <laughs> that one was my favorite yeah. because it was just so much Brought fun. to you by the Source Leadership Academy. Right. Cuss words and drinking. <laughs> 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 but no, it was just a lot of fun and I've, I've enjoyed it. Good. Is it something that you think you might continue doing? Yeah. I've yeah. actually been doing it at home here and there. Good. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear that. That's mm-hmm. that's important. And, you know, writing is writing is one thing. It can get yeah. a lot of stuff out. But when you speak it, yeah. it's, like, so different. Like, it's... I'll just call a friend and be like, hey, can I rant to you real quick? And I'll just speak what I wrote. <gasps> that's great. Yeah. Oh, that, that gave me chills. <laughs> well, good. I'm sure Michael would like to know that as well because that means that he made a difference he has (laughs) what about you Kristen what was your memory well um I just want to real quick say that Mike's session was really amazing and I actually went to one of the poetry slams afterwards oh cool um and it was like a really great experience but the person that I'm going to talk about that really like changed my life was Sandra Mead Mm. um she was the one who spoke about giving those small speeches and getting out the important stuff that you need to say in a short amount of time and gave examples from her own personal life of testifying in trials. And that really helped me a lot because I'm not the most concise person. Um, I like to talk a lot. I like to say lots of things. and <laughs> I cannot relate. I don't know what that's, <laughs> what that's oh, like man. at all. <laughs> so um, <laughs> being able to like take my passion, which I have a lot of, and squish it down to a few sentences is really helpful for me, especially if I'm doing a speech in my college classes or um, even just talking to people because I talk way too much. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I always love her session because she is so smart about making the ask when you're talking to, you know, say a legislator or, um, someone in government or somebody that you need something from, I love that she taught, kind of coached us into what's in it for them. Like, you know, if they're, yeah. if they're concerned about their budget, talk about money. If they're concerned about people, talk about the heart. Like, you know, really mm-hmm. being smart about going in and kind of doing your homework about that person before you're going to go in and talk to them. Exactly. Um, and then sort of almost give them the solution to the problem with your, your ask. It's definitely a talent, and she's very talented mm-hmm. at it. It's probably something we should all practice. <laughs> yeah.
If you like what you hear, please consider donating to the Source LGBT Plus Center. We can't do these podcasts without your support. You can go to thesourcelgbt.org slash donate.